Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. And when I say good morning, it is more than just a cliche of a phrase. Oh, this morning when I rose, when God touched me around 4 a.m. with his finger of love, not the alarm clock, not the phone ringing, not even me of myself, but it was the God that I serve. He touched me and he said, wake up, Alfreda, wake up, wake up, wake up. So this morning, when I rose up after God touched me and woke me up, do you understand when I say this phrase that I didn't have no doubts? I didn't have no doubts. Because every day I wake up, I thank God because of the journey that he's brought me through on my life. So I don't have no doubts, as the songwriters say, that God would take care of me, that God would lead and guide me all the way. Let me share with you a little bit this morning about how many times sometimes we tend to want to doubt God's ability. But I tell you, when I say I don't have no doubts to doubt God, because he's brought me through too many things. And he's manifested himself to me to show me what he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, and above all that my liberty mind can even ask in my head or even think in my head. What I can ask to come out of my mouth and what I can think to be in my head, tossing around. I don't have no doubt who I serve. I don't have any doubts because I heard a very troubling news report on the news, you know, this weekend that a young lady lost her life at 21. And she was at this club downtown. And, you know, I began to think when I was 21. And one thing I used to love to do is dance. And the best dance I could do, ooh, ooh, it was just like when you dance in front with the DJ. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. But when you dance with the DJ, all right, all right. It just felt like the music just penetrated in a different way than when I was at home dancing while I clean up. So, you know, I began to thank God that he covered me. And I began to pray for this young lady's family, saying, God, strengthen them in the time of their bereavement. Because I know that has to be something that has to be very heavy on not just the hearts of a mother and a daddy, but sisters and brothers, even aunties and uncles, best friends and cousins. That has to be heavy. When something could happen, and this was Thanksgiving day. Well, probably the next day, because I think they said it happened around 2 o'clock. 
But just the thought of, you know, you just finished fellowshipping and, and being in the midst of your family and friends and, and, and it's celebratory and eating and then you want to go somewhere and just enjoy yourself. And something this tragic happened. Somebody picked up a weapon and decided to utilize it in a way that I, 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 I keep feeling in my spirit. If that person could rewind the time, they will look back and see it really wasn't that serious to bring such a grieving place to the hearts of the loved ones. You know, I'm just saying I thank God this morning that I don't have any doubts Because when I think about how he kept me and he covered me in times and places. And we can't understand sometimes why some people's lives are shorter than others. You know, but is there be any compassion in us? We all know that for every day we live, it's a blessing. Whether we live to grace this earth. For a purpose of time, we still came here. Yes, all of us, I'm sure, would love to remain on this earth to be older than Methuselah. But that's why I share to people how important it is to bring your focus in alignment with your purpose and your plan. You know, so many times... God will show us. He'll allow us to see and know what our purpose and plan is. And we will continue to sometime, we will continue to play. And as we continue to play through our journeys in life, you know, I often would tell my children, no matter where you find yourself, always believe in the power of prayer to cover you. And so many people are not teaching this to their loved ones, to their children, that whatever state you find yourself, I told my children, because I know when I was in the clubs, I know when I was out there walking down the street after the club was closed one night. And my boyfriend was angry because another guy asked me to dance and I danced with him. And so, but it wasn't a slow dance. And my boyfriend was DJing. So I thought, surely it's a fast dance. I'm on the safe zone. But I didn't realize that he got so offended because they said his friends was teasing him. Well, his friend told me they was teasing him and saying that was being disrespectful. But all I wanted to do in the innocence of the dance so I'm sitting and waiting and waiting and sitting, thinking he's still, I hear the music, he's still in the DJ booth. But come to my discovery, once everybody's almost gone. And see, I had asked him earlier, I said, because it was the Thanksgiving holidays. I never forget. And uh, several people had came to our hometown. And I asked him because my girlfriends and classmates said they were all going out to the Waffle House. And I asked him, did he mind if I go hang out with them? But he did let me know. Now, he said, well, I, I, I don't want you to go with them. 
because there was a lot of good looking, good smelling, fine brothers that came home from the ATL. Now they were born and raised in our hometown, but oh, but I tell you, they used to upset the apple cart when they showed up for the holidays. Mm, My, my, my. So I respected that. But as the long story short, when I thinking now it's three o'clock in the morning and nobody's left in the place except the owner and the few people cleaning up, surely I'm ready to go. So I go and tap on the door to the DJ booth to let him know to see what time long it's going to take you. And then the young man that opened the door, he said he gone. He been gone. Oh, I tell you, when the signs of the time. Now, although I was not in there alone, but everybody I asked that was left in there said that 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 they wasn't leaving right now. It would be a couple of hours because they're cleaning up the place. So I set out to walk home. Now, I lived about five blocks away. But listen to me, you all. Not only was it 3 a.m. in the morning, it was in the depths of the winter. It for Thanksgiving. And I think sometime when I see things on television now, how I could have disappeared that night. How I could have disappeared. And no one would have known because I had to cross this street that was a trucker's route. But it didn't have to be a truck driver. It could have been a car driver. It could have been a walker. Because later to our discovery, the same house I had went past the block. They end up finding two women under that house some years later that had been murdered by the very man that lived in that house I had to pass by. So who knows? I could have became a victim that night. And these are the things sometimes now that I, I, I move closer into my right mind. I said, my God, how could this man who say he loved me and my boyfriend who I was cooking steak and potatoes and all this stuff and, and nurturing have such a nasty attitude. That's why I tell people now, you really want to know somebody love you. you. You wait till they get angry and see how they treat you. He didn't have the decency to at least take me home. We didn't live together. And when I think back of so many things in my journey, I always remind myself it was God. That's why I don't have no doubt it was God. I'm not mad at him and come to find this is the amazing part. Eventually I married that boyfriend. And you know what? I dealt with the same thing in my marriage. Whenever he would get angry and he would get an attitude. But he would always say, I'm a good man. And I say, yeah, you are until you get angry. Because when he got angry, he would leave for days and he won't answer. He won't respond to a text or a phone call. And he feel he won't come back until he feel. He finished simmering. Never mind the fact 
of what I'm going through and what I'm dealing with. And this is why I encourage women because the first husband had the same spirit. So I married the second husband with the same spirit but a different name. Oh, I hope somebody got that. If we don't get delivered from what on the inside of us to trust God, to know that I don't have no doubts that God will take care of me. We cannot put our trust and confidence sometimes even in the compassion that we lay with in that bosom. We have to trust God, people, in everything and not have no doubt. And that's what God had to grow me to a maturity to teach me. Because he said, if you don't get delivered from your own self, Alfreda, you're going to keep picking up the same spirits. Them jacked up spirits that when a person gets angry, they'll treat you like you don't matter. And so now I have radars. I watch them. I said, ooh, mm-mm, mm-mm. And I don't care how much a man offer me. I'm talking about me now. This is a me thing. I don't care what kind of house they live in. I don't care what type of job they have, how they dress and how fine and how handsome they are. But when I see that when a person gets angry, if you say you love me, and because you get offended with me, instead of exercising, because you know we say we believe us, instead of exercising the word of God, when the word of God say ye who are spiritual. So I guess that means they were spiritual. He said, because ye who are spiritual, go to them in the spirit of love. So that's why I say, let me checkmate some spirits of love. Because if you're angry with somebody and you're offended by them, but you don't have, your pride won't let you humble yourself and still go to them in a spirit of love. I felt if he was offended, he should have said, well, Alfredo, you know what? I didn't like the fact that you, even though it was a fast dance. I don't want you dancing with other young men. And we young. Come on, y'all. It's not like we we younger. In our 20s. This is just a dance. And you can look at me dancing. You in the DJ booth. I'm not gone anywhere. I'm not slow dancing with nobody touching on me. See, this is why I say the maturity of people come in. It wasn't that serious that your anger took you to a place that you gave no more thought to my safety. And then some dogs decided to chase me, (laughs) y'all. So I had to take off my shoes and try to run. They stopped. I was running and praying, running and praying. Intoxicated running and praying. Let me add that. Half naked intoxicated running and praying. Because I thought back then, oh, surely I was so fine. I wore this long uh, mid, mid-thigh blazer for a dress that night with no pantyhose. I wore it for a dress. A mid-thigh blazer. I wore it for a dress. So here I am half naked. I did have on undergarments. And, and, and with a panty and bra. And the blazer. That's it. It wouldn't have took much if somebody snatched me to undress me. They ain't have to fight through no pants or pantyhose. But I thought 
on my way home, at first I started out walking and I began to talk to God. You and him in that. And I was praying and I said, God, why would a person get so angry? They won't even tell me. They won't leave a note or nothing. I'm just sitting there for hours. I could have laughed with some people that was there. Y'all don't hear me now. But they selfishly waited. And that's why sometimes I think about now. And that's why I say, look, my heart has forgiven all of that. Because I could still talk to them. If my heart was bitter, I wouldn't have nothing to say to them. And still show compassion and love. But when you see that spirit still resonate in somebody. Once God deliver you, let me help somebody get delivered. Once God deliver you out of the muck and the miry clay. And you begin to stand there and see. Oh my God, the salvation of God. And you see that that same person. They keep trying to pull you and draw you back into their lives have not changed. Listen to me, people. You're going to continue to keep falling in that same pattern. Yes, you may leave that person and go to another person with the same spirit. You have to allow God and know that there is no doubt in God that he has the strength and he can give you the strength to stand and the ability to stand. You must understand. We all know that's unhealthy. It's unhealthy to be with anybody that when they get angry. They have put you in a position to hurt you. That's not love. That is not love, people. Because love is kind. And there's nothing about that that was kind. And sometimes when I do sit down and I see myself where God is positioning me now. And I say, God, if I had only, if I had only walked in your will. See, but I went on in my will. Nobody twists my arm. That's why I ain't mad at the people in my life. That's why I'm not mad at my ex-husbands. They didn't twist my arm. But I'm mad sometimes I do with myself. Because I said, God, you showed me all those signs. That this person, when they get angry. They won't treat me right and they won't do right. And I'm here to tell y'all, God showed me that sign for 23 years, y'all. For 23 years, I was in infirmity for 23 years. That same spirit. And even though now, if I communicate with them, they got that same spirit with the people they deal with now. Whenever they get angry. They'll punish a person. They'll withdraw themselves. That's the punishment. It makes you, you, you suffer. So you will, you will think about it again. You won't say nothing to them to offend them. You won't say nothing to them that they don't, they don't want to hear. It can be the truth. But if they don't want to hear it. My God. They'll get out the midst of around you and treat you. In a way like they never knew you. Like you never been there for them. But I could never understand all that infirmity I went through. Until God began to heal me. And that was in 2012, y'all. 
And when God began to heal me and I began to write in my books and I divorced him that year, I never had a desire, never had a desire to go back because 23 years is a long time to carry an infirmity of dealing with somebody that when they get angry with you, they'll treat you like you are nobody. Nobody. A nobody. When I say a nobody, I mean a nobody. I mean no phone call, no text, no nothing. You don't you be concerned. You don't know if they dead or alive. And and, and they can see your text message. They block, you can't leave a message. They won't send back a I okay. <laughs> and if you're married, you be thinking like, oh God, so I used to pray for them. I'm telling you the things that I went through in that relationship, y'all, for 23 years. But I knew the mind that God gave me. And I said, God, if I could have took this same mind that I got now, I could have been a millionaire. That's why I tell people now, don't bound your life down with somebody. If God done already showed you the signs, I tell my daughters that. When you see the signs, that's why I can't be mad at him. Because, because he didn't hide himself from me. He didn't hide it. He showed me the same pattern over and over and over. It wasn't anything new. That was me. So I had to discover what kept me stuck. Why was I stuck? Because he was consistent. Oh, I hope somebody got that. He was consistent. His attitude and personality did not change from the very beginning. And that's why I tell people, you can't sit down and be mad and want to blame somebody for what you saw the signs and the wonders. Why did you continue in it? Why did you stay there? Somewhere we come to a place that we've detached ourselves for where we begin to doubt what God can do for us. See, that's why I say now I don't have no doubts because I used to doubt that God could truly bless me with a good, loving, kind man that I deserve this. I deserve this. But when we feel unworthy and we think that we only can deserve what we have, and what we have think the same thing. Because if they didn't, they wouldn't treat us the way they do. But I just wanted to encourage somebody this morning. To just let you know. If you put your trust and confidence in God. And to do that, that may mean you may have to be still for some years by yourself. But wait on the Lord. Wait, I say on the Lord. He will show you the signs, miracles, and wonders to see if you're connecting with the right person. You cannot get so excited to follow after your flesh. Because your flesh will lead you into the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And for that cause, the word of God said, we are fall. And there's always a warning before a fall. If you're tired of falling, begin to put your trust and confidence in God. And every day, wake up in expectation. 
to know. When God touched you with his finger of love to wake you up, try your best to give thanks and gratitude and speak to your mind not to have any doubt. If you're in a situation right now, God will bring you out. If you're out of a situation, God will keep you and he will cover you in strength. When we trust him, we don't need to doubt him. Amen. You are all have a, a stand, stand strong Sunday. Amen. Amen. And until the next podcast on Anchor, I say, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your life. Meet all of your needs and even the things your heart desires as you delight yourself in God and he continue to bless you to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. And until then, I come again. God bless. Good day.